Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detilia along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're taking you to... 8 o'clock tonight, and um, I want to tell everybody at 7.20, Jay Johnson will be on with us, LSU head baseball coach, uh, talking a little bit of LSU baseball. And, uh, Bob, man, LSU baseball is right around the corner. And you brought it up to Kim Mulkey last night, and she sort of threw Jay a little bit out there. Hey, a lot of expectations on LSU baseball. So, uh, Well, and, Mike, think about this. Okay, uh, is there much difference – because you don't know y'all speculating is preseason that if you're number one or are you at least in the top 10. And all I know is that the SEC has six out of the top 10 teams and three out of the top five. So, I mean, we don't know how it's going to work out. And then you got Arkansas uh, at number 11. So, so they just on the outside. So that's why, I mean, um, I think it is kind of Omaha or Buzz College World Series and, you know, look, Mike, there's a lot of competition. Look at collegiate baseball, perfect game, D1 baseball, preseason polls. They all have LSU number one. I mean, and it stands to reason the most talented roster in the country. So if I'm writing about baseball, so I said, who has the best players? Well, the LSU Fighting Tigers have the best baseball players. So I'm going to go with, for instance, look at uh, 2022 uh, All-Americans. Dylan Cruz. Uh, how you pronounce it? Paul Skeenis? Is that right? Uh, then you got uh, Tommy White. So, look, LSU went 14-22 last year, and they added. So, Mike, okay, if I'm a writer, whatever, or a journalist, I'm looking at, okay, uh, they added both the number one recruiting class and the number one transfer class in the offseason, uh, adding on what they had come back last year. So I can see why LSU is number one, simply because if you're being objective, no, with that talent that you've accumulated, hey, it's it is what it is, Bob. And also to uh, how football is still king in America, um, it was confirmed: fifty three point one million people tuned into the Kansas City Chiefs Cincinnati Bengals AFC Championship game, making it the most watched TV program on any network since last year's Super Bowl, and it was the mo- NFL's most watched conference championship game. In four years, it's up from 11% from last year. Well, like I said, uh, I think, uh, you know, today you look at the 21st century, the past couple of decades or let's say a decade and a half, uh, we like what's real. No, you might want to watch some fantasy stuff, you know, um, Marvel or something. But, okay, what's real in the real world today? That's why reality TV, you can't get more reality TV than an NFL game. Now, 
Mike, um, it's not as vicious as it was as far as how the safety of the game, they're trying to uh, make that better and how they're hitting maybe players that are vulnerable uh, as far as a quarterback, I mean, a, a receiver going across the middle or a quarterback. But it's still not flag football. Uh, th- that's why they stopped, I think, the Pro Bowl game. And now they are going to play flag football because they wouldn't tackle. But they know what's on the line in the real game. They are still tackling. You know, <laughs> are they even going to have dodgeball? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, so that's that. That's what you're looking at at this stage, uh, Bob. This is a crazy stat I ran across. Uh, name the two teams with the most completions, gaining 30 yards or more this season. Well, you would think because the explosive, you think uh, the Chiefs would be one of those, even without uh, Tyreek Hill, because uh, of Pat Mahomes pushing it down the field. Uh, the second one's easy. Okay, it is easy. Well, let, let me think. Not Josh Allen, no. Um, Eagles. Whoa, with Jalen Hurts? The two teams that are tied with most completions of gains of 30 yards or more this season, the Eagles have 28, the Chiefs have 28. Whoa, uh, now, (laughs) you know, Pat Mahomes. Now, on Jeopardy, the Eagles might have stumped you. Yeah, you wouldn't have guessed uh, Jalen Hurts. But, you know, uh, one thing, and uh, I, I don't care. I don't care if you black, white. Asian, whatever you are, uh, whoever's the best quarterback you're playing, it, it doesn't matter. It's not a, you can be a Native American, whatever you're playing. Uh, you, you look Jim Plunkett and all. You go, you go way back. It doesn't matter. But right now, if you look at it right now, and uh, isn't this Black History Month starting? Whatever. I'm looking like black quarterbacks have come a long way in the NFL. When you think about this, Fritz Pollard, Mike, are you a historian in, in yep. football? Now I didn't realize it was that far back became the first uh, black quarterback to play in a, a league game in 1923. That was way ahead of the times. So Fritz Pollard, back in 1923, was the first African-American quarterback to play in the NFL game. And Mike, my good friend, uh, Doug Williams. Doug Williams was the first to start and win a Super Bowl after the 1987 season. That was the time frame I was playing. I look now... Uh, Look, uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Jalen Hurts will be the first black quarterbacks to face off in a Super Bowl. If you look at it, uh, it's fitting this season. Uh, it's just, hey, the best player is going to play. I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, like I said. Uh, they had 11 quarter black quarterbacks uh, starting week one this year. Now there's 32 teams. Now, um, you look, Mike, it's, what, 75 80% African-American. You look at the whole team, not just the quarterback position. So it's all about opportunity and how the game's going to grow. But if you look at it, uh, Mahomes, now Patrick Mahomes, uh, can become the first two-time black winner. You know, uh, Doug Williams never won another Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes has that opportunity, you know, when the Chiefs are going to face the Eagles. Now, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts aims to become uh, the fourth black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. You know, when you're going back, Doug Williams, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Look at Russ Wilson, who Sean Payton is trying now to elevate. He won a Super Bowl. You know, when you think about the odds, and we came up with that, and, uh, my God, this is, um, and I was there in Atlanta. I was doing the radio, and I told you he was magic. He was a movie star in Atlanta. Michael Vick was the first black quarterback selected number one overall in the draft in 2001. Talk about a rock star. Until all the dog fighting and all that got involved up until then, and then he rebounded from that.
But up until then, no, he he was a movie star in Atlanta, if you can have that. And then you look at uh, Steve McNair. We're familiar with him, you know, Al Corner yeah. and all that. Became the first black quarterback to win MVP in 2003. And now Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, they won it in back-to-back years. So I think now, as far as the exposure and what you see in the NFL, like, oh, they don't give the black quarterback a chance. That's, that's bogus. What are you talking about? Coaches want to win because they want to get paid. If you're good enough as an African-American quarterback, you're going to be the starter. It's not like, oh, well, we don't want a black quarterback. That, that, th- those days are gone. Going forward, the best guy is going to play, like I said, uh, one day we might have a Korean quarterback. I don't know, you might, it, whatever. We're going to have black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter. The best guy is going to play going forward. And the proof in this Super Bowl, it, look, uh, that Mike, uh, look, that's right. You're going to be the first uh, black quarterbacks to face each other off in this year's Super Bowl. Yeah, and that wasn't always the thinking. Right. Like, you no, know, right now, you know, listen, if I'm running the team, all I want to do is win. I don't care where you went to school, how you grew up, what color you are. What, man, listen, if somebody from Mars came yeah, and he yeah. could play, uh-huh, and, and, I got and, him out there. And, no, and Mike, and I could say this shows you we've come a long way, like in 50 years, because in the 70s, what like Shaq Harris was well, doing. Well, Bob, I was going to tell you, uh, uh, actually, on my route way over here, I actually text Shaq, and we're hoping to get him for next week, and Kyle Mosley, a good friend of ours from Sports Illustrated, is trying to get us Doug Williams for next week, and so yeah. uh, hopefully we can get both Shaq so, so and So they can Doug. talk about more they were dealing with. Now, like, uh, the black Joe Namath. Remember the Joe Gillum? Um, Jefferson Street uh, Joe uh, Gillum. But, 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 but from Tennessee, Tennessee State, State. Tennessee State. He would have made it with the Steelers, Man. but he liked cocaine too much. Man, he, That's why he didn't make it. Um, we talked to Rocky Blard. Rocky said, I've never seen a guy that could spin a ball like he could. No, he uh, said, Bradshaw had the arm, but he said, man, Jefferson Street Joe, different level. He, could, he could flick it. And he said he wasn't nearly as big uh, as Terry was. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 and Ryan Harvat from BetMGM right after this break on the Big 870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detilio along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers line is the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today. Be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan Horvat's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. 
Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. Uh, man, it's going to be weird with no football, but uh, at least I guess we kind of get football this weekend. The Pro Bowl. I actually have no interest in watching that game. I'm me going neither. to be traveling to Arizona, luckily, so I probably won't have to see a whole lot. I'll be heading up for the big game. We're going out there for the week all week, so uh, not looking forward to the Pro Bowl, but I am looking forward to the Super Bowl. It should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, Ryan, one of the things before we get into Super Bowl talk is, uh, and and you familiar with the team having covered them and, and done talk show radio in that area, there seems to be a lot of clamor that um, the Packers are openly trying to trade Aaron Rodgers this offseason, and it looks as though they their trade partner may well be the Jets. Joe Douglas has told people in the league he wants a veteran quarterback, and it looks as though he's going to go all out to make a deal to try to get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you, your thoughts on on Rodgers leaving and uh, the, the possibility of a trade? <laughs> how you feel about Jordan Love being the full-time guy? Well, and, 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 and uh, Ryan, also, how about uh, when you get thrown in the mix, how about uh, uh, Las Vegas? I mean, come on. Uh, well, why not? Why not the Raiders and the Jets? Uh, I mean, you know, the t- two or more involved. That, that's good for I think the Packers and maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's looking like most likely they're going to move on. I think if you're Aaron Rodgers and you actually want to win a Super Bowl, you probably want to hang around the NFC. Be the best shot. I know they've. I don't I know if they've actually come out. I don't know if they've come out and said this, but the reports are they wouldn't trade him within the NFC. But I mean. You look at the AFC, man. You have Patrick Mahomes. You have Justin Herbert now with Kellen Moore calling the plays. You have Sean Payton in Denver with Russell Wilson in that defense. And then in the NFC, we just watched an NFC championship game where San Francisco lost because they didn't have a quarterback who could complete a forward pass. So I'd want to stay in the NFC, especially with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs entering year two. But who knows? Looks like maybe Green Bay wants to move on to Jordan Love. I'm not sold on Jordan Love. I mean, he had some mop-up duty, made a couple throws against Philadelphia, put 10 points on the board. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers in that game also put 25 points on the board or whatever it was. So that was kind of a sleepy spot for Philadelphia that night, I thought. Uh, But I think the Jets are probably the better situation as far as AFC teams. I mean, the Bills are tough, but it looks like they're going to lose some guys. Jordan Poyer's probably gone. When's Von Miller coming back? I still think they're a number two wide receiver away, and I like Josh Allen, but he does have those turnover problems, especially in the red zone where – and then you have the Jets, man. Look at those skill position players. You have Garrett Wilson, who's probably going to be rookie of the year, even though I think Chris Olave should deserve deserve some looks there. Uh, You have Brees Hall probably come back midseason. And then you have a top-ten defense, if healthy, with Robert Sala. And Aaron Rodgers has never played with a top-ten defense. You know, Vegas, yeah, you go and you play with Devontae Adams, who still at age 30 is great. But that's not the best offensive line. Are they bringing back Josh Jacobs? And that defense, that secondary, not great. And look at the teams he'd have to face twice a year. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and then Justin Herbert with a new play caller. I'd probably want to go to the Jets. And I know he has a no-trade clause, but he's going to have some say in this. So I'd probably want to go to the Jets if I was going to leave the NFC. But, man, I'm telling you, I'd want to stick around the NFC other than Philadelphia. Who's any good? You know, uh, Brian, uh, looking at uh, where coaches landed, the Cardinals obviously would be interested to see what's going to happen there. Uh, but I was looking at the Broncos. Uh, Sean was like, I think, plus 350. Dan Quinn and Jim Harbaugh were ahead of him. I'm, not, I'm going way back now. 
uh, when they put the odds out. And I was looking at even Carolina, um, and Sean Payton was plus 2,000. Frank Reich wasn't even on the list. They had like Steve Wilkes, uh, they had Caldwell, Harbaugh, uh, Dan Quinn, on and on. Uh, so what were the odds uh, are that anyone that you know of uh, like got it right as far as Frank Reich maybe going to Carolina and betting on that or even uh, taking uh, Sean Payton's going to end up in Denver? Ryan, the other thing is, who the hell is going to take that job in Arizona and Indianapolis? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that seems to be a cluster all the way across the board with both of them. And I, I was telling Bob, I did a talk show up in Phoenix, and the first things, it's a kind of tag team guys that do it, they were like, man, ain't nobody want this job because of Kyler Murray. Uh, everybody thinks he's a prima donna. I was like, man, I, I had to clear my ears. I thought it was Abair on the other end of the line because he's been saying that. But they they were absolutely 100% the exact same comments Bobby made about Kyler Murray that they think he is scaring off potential head coaching candidates. Well, the way he would snap back at Kingsbury, uh, uh, Jeff, you know what it reminds me of? This is like uh, mid-90s. through it. Mid-90s, I've seen this with Jeff Jars and June Jones. I go, what? <laughs> Jeff, you can't be cussing at the head coach on the sideline. Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Not unless you're hey, not unless you're Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. If you're Tom Brady, I guess maybe you could yell at Josh McDaniels a little bit or your play caller, but not if you're Kyler Murray because he's never even won a playoff game. And the other thing about Kyler Murray, you know, I used to stick up for the short quarterbacks because there's been some good ones, man. Russell Wilson had a good run. Drew Brees, he's not the tallest guy, obviously. He had a Hall of Fame career. Aaron Rodgers is only like six foot if you see him in person. Fran Targeton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bryce Young's not too tall either. People are going to find out real quick. Bryce isn't that tall. But, man, he can play. But that's the thing. He can make the throws. And Kyler, like, when Kyler gets injured, which is seemingly – it seems like every season, the second half of the season, he's out. Once he gets hobbled, he's just not the same player. He doesn't take coaching very well. I mean, some of these reports, I don't buy into everything. But, I mean – if you have a clause in your contract saying less video game time, more film watching time, yeah. I think that's probably a red flag right there. So, I I don't I don't know who's going to take that job because you're stuck with Kyler. That's the other thing. You, you know, you're stuck with them. You can't move on. And also, man, it just seems to be a mess there. It really does. You lose a lot of those guys in the locker room. A guy like J.J. Watt, who, yeah, he's probably not the same player. He's definitely not the same player he was five years ago. But, man, he's a veteran leader in that locker room. I don't know who's the leader in that locker room, so I have no clue who takes that job. As far as anybody getting anything right this offseason, nobody really – I had heard, you know, Sean Payton that on the Fox set uh, that he would always talk about Denver and just the history of the football team and how the fans care in Denver. And he would watch Russell Wilson and say – you know, pretty much I could fix this, I could fix that. So that one didn't shock me. But, man, nobody has any clue. Like, we had Jason Lock and Ford on two nights ago, and he projected, predicted Tom Brady to the San Francisco 49ers. Twelve hours later, there's Tom Brady on the beach retiring. <laughs> yeah, he said Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders, which I don't know, man. No, I, don't I, I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see him okay in that. I, I just don't. Oh, 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 okay, Ryan, Ryan, how about this? I was telling Mike this. I don't know. You can live. We can live in a fantasy world where we can speculate and all that. What if Aaron Rodgers, like a movie? What if Aaron Rodgers would go to New York and win a Super Bowl for the Jets? He'd be like the second coming of Joe Namath. 
I mean, it, it would be unbelievable because if you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. We always hear that. But Aaron Rodgers, you look at you look at the young roster the Jets have. Can you imagine? Now, I know the AFC, how tough it is. But, uh, Ryan, if you could look at a crystal ball, what if that would happen? You want to talk about being famous. And, and, you know, it's been the Giants, 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 Giants. Never about the Jets. But what if Aaron Rodgers would go to New York and play for the Jets and win a Super Bowl? What? And then that, you, that'd be unbelievable. You throw the card in that really kind of fuels the fire, that they hired Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Where was he before he went to Denver? Yeah, they, they, he was Aaron Rodgers' coach yeah. with the Packers. Yeah. He sort of let yeah. Aaron do what he wanted to do. Hey, hey, I think that's why they got along really well. But, Ryan, well. Is, that, is that fantasizing too much about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and if they would ultimately be the, the winner? Is he, is he up for that challenge or what? Oh, yeah. If he goes to the Jets, you guys, I'm not only betting Aaron Rodgers to win MVP. I'm going to take the Jets to win the Super Bowl. Even with – I just got done talking about how tough the AFC is, and it is. I mean, but Mahomes has been to the last five AFC championship games. I just – man, with the Jets, if the Jets had – any any quarterback last year. They, they were in the, the playoffs. playoffs. You know, they're relying on Mike White. I know some people are down on Aaron Rodgers, you guys. And you, we got to remember this about Rodgers, right? He loses the best wide receiver in all of football unexpectedly. Then he's throwing to rookies, which we know he doesn't trust rookies. He's throwing to Sammy Watkins, who's, let's, let's be honest, Sammy Watkins has seen better days. Uh, and then he breaks the thumb on his throwing hand, not even on his left hand, on his right hand, his throwing hand. So he played with four fingers all season long. So I think Rodgers still has a lot of good football. He is, as of right now, still the back-to-back MVP. And, man, look at look at all those weapons. The problem for the Jets, they almost have too many weapons. They can't even get a guy like Denzel Mims on the field. He's probably wide receiver number one or two in Green Bay. So I think he would be up for the challenge. You know what I would worry about a little bit with Rodgers, you guys? The last couple of years, he's really at times put his foot in his mouth with the media. He's right. great. He's great with the media. But I just I wonder how he would be in New York because in Green Bay, I covered the team. You have the same guys that have been covering the team since 1982, right. 1978. The same you know same guys have been around. New York man, whoo! He has a game like he had against Detroit. The New York Post, the New York Times, they are going to crush him on the front page. Exactly. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he wants that, you guys. Hey, but, 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 Ryan, but what if you can handle that and you would overcome that? Uh, look, I don't know. You'd almost have to have the person out to Eli Manning winning a couple yeah. of Super Bowls, the Giants. He was perfect for uh, he, New York. Yeah, yeah, he, he was Because he could take the criticism, he could take the pat on the back, and you couldn't tell the difference with yeah, Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really did we, couldn't. Did we win or lose? I don't know. Eli, Eli was smooth as silk, as cool as could be, and that's what you need. Now, Ryan, what about um, – because I always thought this was interesting. I read this, and uh, this caught my attention. You look at uh, now, uh, we know who's in the game, the Eagles and the Chiefs. Super Bowl MVP odds. I'm looking, yeah. for instance, last year, uh, Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup won the MVP. That snapped a run of four quarterback winners in five years. Mm-hmm. And all quarterbacks have won 31 of the 56 MVP awards with receivers next at eight. Uh, MVP trophies, then you look at running backs and, I don't know, fullbacks, whatever, running, that's at seven. Like, for instance, Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know, he would be the type guy that if they would have made it to the Super Bowl, would be like a running back that you'd view as an MVP player like Terrell Davis. Remember when the Broncos won in 98? But I I look at right now, uh, 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 who's playing in the game, and who do you view in the odds that could be an MVP when you look at that Chiefs and Eagles roster? 
Yeah, I absolutely remember 98, man, because as a child, I was a kid at the time, and Terrell Davis and John Elway ripped my heart out. Uh, I thought Brett Favre was going to get ring number two, and then they and then they ended up winning it again and beating Atlanta, the Dirty Birds, the next year. But, uh, you know, it's funny because a couple weeks ago when I came out, I said I like this exact Super Bowl matchup. I figured we're going to get the Kelsey Bowl. I love a good narrative. We're going to get the Andy Reid Bowl, and we got it. And I also liked Patrick Mahomes, plus 800 at the time, 8-1 to one to win Super Bowl MVP. Liked it still last week, even playing on one leg against Joe Burrow because we turned it into a legacy game. I still, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, and I like Mahomes. But if you want to have some fun with it, let's say you like the Eagles, right? If you like the Eagles, I unfortunately think you got to go boring and you got to take Jalen Hurts, only because he's not going to win the regular season MVP. And it looked like he was going to until he got hurt. He missed those two games. I think if they win, he's going to have to have a big game. What I like, though, because I like Kansas City in the game, kind of as a hedge on Mahomes, I like the defensive side of the ball. And I like Chris Jones, who had a monster season, double-digit sacks. But up until last week, he never had a playoff sack. And then he finally had two. I like to take a shot with the defensive players because you get crazy odds. Chris Jones, 50-1 to 1 right now, plus 1,500. Let's, let's say he has a sack. He has a, a, a stripping sack, a scooping score. Who knows? Like maybe, like he he maybe he gets his hand on the ball and picks it off. I like those prices like that. Well, but, like what about like, Kelsey at tight end? But Travis wait, but, Kelsey. But, but, but Ryan, before you talk about that, Mike, before we go with Kelsey, and you talk about defensive players, he's like, "Are you crazy?" No, but look at it. The Ward has gone. The, the Ward uh, MVP has gone to defensive players nine times, most recently. Uh, Broncos linebacker Von Miller at Super Bowl yep. 50 in 2016. So Hassan Reddick would be somebody I would think of, well, too. Well, well, Look yeah. at that number yeah. along with Kelsey. Yeah. Yep, same thing. And he's 50-1, to one, and I have a buddy that went pretty uh, – he, he actually maxed the limit on, uh, on Reddick to win MVP, and I thought that that was kind of a crazy bet, but makes complete sense. So Kelsey's plus 800. He's 8-1 to one at most shops. I really do like that, especially, again – uh, who's covering them. Every game, these props, they, they try to raise them on us, and we think, okay, the market's catching on to Travis Kelsey. It never matters. He has double-digit catches. Uh, last week, he had a back injury, and in the first quarter, he was in on every single play. So I'm with you on Kelsey at 8-1. to one. I think that's a good bet. And I also, if you like the Eagles in the game, A.J. Brown's 14-1. to one. He hasn't really done a whole lot. He's been dealing with they're going to win this game, Philadelphia. I think they're going to have to put up some points. I wouldn't hate an A.J. Brown prop. Um, I know some people that have bet Kenneth Gainwell. I would probably go with Miles Sanders. I would I go with Miles the, there. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think, I think the, that's the, the Yeah, Yeah, but I know some people, you know, taking a shot with the running backs for Philadelphia just because they're a top-five rushing offense. But for me, I'm sticking with Mahomes, guys. And I love that. I know that I'm with the public, which you never want to be. I also like the over in the game, so I know I'm with the public there. I just I think this is going to be a classic high-scoring Super Bowl, and I just I don't think I, I don't think Mahomes gets denied this second Super Bowl ring. I really like Jalen, um, but I said yesterday or yesterday I said last week the winner of Burrow Mahomes is going to win the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with that prediction. I think those are the two best quarterbacks in football right now. Ryan, you like a lot of people that I've talked to. They they felt that that would be the case. Whoever won that game uh, would win it. It wouldn't be Philly. And, you know, you look on paper, the Eagles across the board have the better team. Especially on defense. So, Ryan, don't hate me. I don't know. I might be old school. I just like the better roster. I don't know. All on those offensive defensive line. 
I mean, the Eagles. I mean, uh, if Jalen Hurts does anything, I mean, come on. That's a great opportunity no. for him. That's fair, guys. I usually bet the team that's better in the trenches. That's the Eagles, so I'm with you. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We'll get you next week in uh, those final Super Bowl selections. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks so much, guys. That was the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ryan Horvat. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Jimmy and Gretna. Jimmy in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, what's going on, guys? All right, brother. Hey, Jimmy, what you got? All right, Bobby, look, uh, UNO tip-off's going to be a little later. The women are playing at 5, so 7.30, man. I'll have your beer ready at Lakefront Arena tonight. Oh, okay, so uh, yeah, right? I could maybe make the second half. Um, uh, I'm about to call Celeste and tell him to leave me a couple of tickets. Uh, yeah, or, or man, one ticket so I can get in there. It's yeah. gonna, like I said, it's going to be a delayed game because the women are playing at 5. So, yeah, about 7.30, the men are tipping off tonight at Lakefront Arena. But, look, I, look, I asked you all yesterday, specifically, Mike, um, who the diamond in the rough is for the Senior Bowl. Let's take it a step further. Since we kind of need a quarterback, the Saints need a quarterback. We know that. Is there going to be somebody – that not only is a diamond in the rough, but a bargain basement deal, a guy maybe from a smaller program. You talking about like Brock, 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 Jimmy, like a, a Brock, Brock Purdy? A Brock. <laughs> Man, listen, Brock uh, I think all, what do you I, got? I think all of these guys are going to be backups, but I really like Max Duggan. Uh, I, I know he wet the diaper. Uh, against Georgia, a lot of quarterbacks have done that. But, but he's um, tough. He but of, of all the guys there, uh, his throwing ability, his toughness, his ability to run and improvise plays. If you're going to pick somebody in the middle rounds, it's going to be Max Duggan. I think the most interesting is, is Tyson Baggett uh, from Shepherd out in West Virginia. Yeah, and you know he's put up some nice numbers there. Uh, he's athletic. Uh, we'll see how well he can handle the competition, which is a big step up from where he played. And his genetics is his daddy is a, a 28-time arm wrestling champion, Travis Baggett. Oh. I mean, and so um, I mean, interesting. Got some st- strong wrist muscles, uh, left and, uh, and right. <laughs> Man, he he is really really strong. So um, I think of all the guys there, though, it's Max. Uh, you know, he's played against some decent competition there. He's put up some big numbers. He's yeah. mobile. Uh, I'm not saying he's Brock Purdy part two, but if there's any of them that have a chance, and don't give me Hall from BYU. I mean, uh, somebody else can take that flyer on him. I've seen a couple of them even put him as a, a potential first-round pick. I, they can't be seeing the same guy I saw. Uh, it, it's just not there. So uh, as a middle-round pick um, and as a guy that I'm not expecting him to be a starter in the NFL, it would be Max Duggan from TCU. So, uh, Mike, how about uh, a couple other guys? Um, um, Malik Cunningham from Louisville, or uh, you, you know my favorite, uh, Clayton Tune from uh, Houston Cougars. Clayton, I've seen a lot more. Uh, he is a timing, uh, setup, delivery, quick strike, but um, a lot of those plays were designated. So he he's a product of his coaching. Mike, what's his name? Who came from West Virginia? Uh, Holmgren. Oh Hol- yeah, wholesome. Hol- yeah, uh, and so 
Um, I think, Bob, he'll get a shot. I think he's a middle-round pick, too. Okay. Uh, and he's got good size. He can throw the football pretty well. He's accurate. <laughs> he's accurate uh, no, no, on no, those spots. Uh, no. Now, the Louisville quarterback, man, he's, he's erratic throwing the football. He's a really good athlete. He can extend plays. He's got some wheels on him. Uh, when you catch him on a good day, he really looks good. But, you know, he's a guy that – uh, when you look at it, you know he reminds me a little bit of, and I know he's in the Pro Bowl, but he's not a, really a starter, and that's Tyler Huntley uh, from Baltimore. Okay, and He's a little yeah. bit like that. Right, right, right. Uh, look, I'm a pro quarterback. I might not be a franchise, but but I'm good enough to be in but the look NFL. Look at Tyler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. everybody pulls out, he's in the Pro Bowl of, yeah. of all places. Right. Now, Mike, uh, and then Charlie, before we go to the break, um, right quick, you know what's crazy? Whether the Saints would take like a Hendon Hooker, whether that number 29, now it's 30, but it's a 29 player or number 40. And you go back to Andy Dalton, where he was picked. Okay, look where Andy Dalton. Like, Andy was a, a second-round pick. Okay, early second round. You go back to a decade plus. Now it's basically a decade. Do you know, like, first-round quarterbacks, or even if you're early uh, second round, you know how many quarterbacks work out in the NFL where you say, well, uh, they, they, they hit, they're not a miss? A third, like thirty three percent. I didn't even think it was thirty three percent. Mike, no, I would have it said more like twenty eight, uh, something like no, that. Yeah, well, it, it's a third of the quarterbacks. Basically, so it doesn't matter. I think you think I'm drafting a first round quarterback or early second. Oh, they, they no, Mike. It's like a third, and Andy Dalton's one of those that has worked out. And so is a guy playing on Super Bowl Sunday. Jalen Hurts. Right, exactly. He was a second-round pick, yep, too. Yep. We'll be back, and we're going to go to you, Big John, from Metairie, right after this break on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in hour number one on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We're going to go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Big John and Metairie. Big John, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi, Bobby. All right, sir. Hey, Bobby. The other day, I heard you arguing with our uh, Duke. <laughs> about and what? Well, we, all, we always argue, don't we? we, we like, uh, yeah, that, that's a daily occurrence. Uh, we're like husband and wife. Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I heard you were right because I'm the one that had the conversation with you before the start of the season, and me and you were talking. You said I could see him winning nine, possibly ten games. So you were positively right. I that. never said it. That's what I told Deuce. I never said eleven games. What the hell are you talking about? No, I, 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 I think 11. Deuce was pulling his chain. No, I, I don't know. He was pulling my I chain. Think he was pulling his chain. All, all, all I know is I, I said that, and I'm telling you, Big John, you might think I'm crazy. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm crazy. Whatever. Uh, but uh, we were 7 and 10. There's not much difference between 7 and 10 and 10 and 7. They might say, hey, what are you talking about? No. I'm telling you, as much as you might not like Andy Dalton and how he brought stability, if we so let's say when Andy Dalton made the right play, if the players around him worked out, like as far as catching the ball, if Mark Ingram don't go out of bounds, how about if Taysom Hill makes a great catch, perfect pass, and then we win that game? There, okay, you look at the Cardinals game. Okay, he, he got a pick six. Oh, he, I might have go through Callaway's hands. I mean, what is Dalton supposed to do? I'm telling you, from the quarterback position, he played well enough for us to win nine or ten games, that being Andy Dalton. Now think about if our defense would have got off to the start like they finished the season. If we would have did that in September. Our defense was kicking ass at the back end. It's not far-fetched. It just shows you how hard the NFL is. That seven and ten or ten and, and seven. The margin of yeah. success was that close. That close. I'm telling you. And Bobby, the Tampa game uh, yeah, yeah. is perfect example. Go ahead, Big John. Go ahead, Big John. Bobby, what did, what did I say when me and you were talking? And you said they win nine ten. 
I told you, I said, we got Dennis Allen. The over-under was, what, eight at the time? I eight said, and a half. Yeah, eight, eight or eight and a half. And, and guess what, Bobby? You're right. They would have won 10 games. We got the raw end of the deal in the trade. They should have said that Dennis Allen's got to go to Denver, included with Sean Payton <laughs> and a two or three pick. And then you'd have been right for sure. Next year, you'll get nine or ten games. Thank you, Big John. Uh, yeah, we appreciate uh, we'll the call. We'll talk about that more next hour. We'll be back with more sports talk on the Big 870. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.